Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. Today I'm joined, as always, by my amazingly beautiful wife, Jessica. Hello. And our awesome women's ministry director, Teresa. Hello. Today we are going to be talking all about parables. Parables are simply the stories that Jesus told to communicate his messages, Uh, but we're going to be doing a series this summer called Storyteller, where we are walking through the parables of Jesus. So just to get everyone pumped up and excited about that, we're going to be going through our favorite parables here on the podcast. So our random question today is, what is your favorite parable that you will talk about at the end of the podcast? Teresa, you want to kick it off? My favorite parable is the parable of the sower. Okay, parable of the sower. Jessica, what is yours? Mine is the lost sheep. Okay, and mine is the parable of the salt and light. So we will discuss those more in depth at the end of the podcast. So the first question is, what is a parable? I like the definition that I have of a parable. Okay. A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. There we go. I learned that in children's church. Hey, that's the best way to learn. There you go. Miss Sharon taught me that. Thank you, Miss Sharon. (laughs) Thank you, Miss Sharon. So a earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Yes. Right. So we use, yeah, we use this fancy word parables. And, And essentially what parables are, are the stories that Jesus told to communicate his message. We could consider them today. We would probably call them his object lessons right or his illustrations Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of what we use when we teach are these kind of stories but when jesus did it it was just it was powerful it had that like that heavenly meaning like you were saying Um, and so i think you can learn a lot by just studying these parables yes okay so now we we kind of know what a parable is let's talk about what our favorite parables are Okay, so, Teresa, do you want to start off? You said yours was the parable of the sower. You want to tell us about it? Well, it's the one where, you know, he goes out and he scatters the seed and some falls on uh, rocky places and some falls where the the sun scorches it and some falls among thorns and then some grows up. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that's related to to us and how we – um, grow or don't grow when the gospel is shared with us and how we react to the gospel being shared with us. Right. The gospel is sort of like a seed planted in each of us. Yes. A- and that parable is kind of the description of, of how we respond to it. Yes. A- and how it takes. Yeah. All right, Jessica, do you want to you share with us yours? Um, so my favorite is the lost sheep. And one place that it's referenced is in Luke 15, um, verses 3 through 7. And I'm going to read mine because it's really, it's really short. But it says, suppose one of you had a hundred sheep and lost one. Wouldn't you leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the lost one until you found it? When found, you can be sure you would put it across your shoulders rejoicing. And when you got home, call in your friends and neighbors saying, celebrate with me. I found my lost sheep. Count on it. There's more joy in heaven over one sinner's rescued life than over 99 good people in no need of rescue. And I like that one because it, it just shows how how God pursues us. And I always think that, um, like, my story has always been a pursuit, like, that God has pursued me in my life. And I can see it from a very early age. Right. 
and how he strategically put people in my life to guide me where I'm supposed to be. And, and so like that one speaks to me a lot because that's just, I see myself and my story in that one. Right. You know, he's not satisfied with just 99, you know, right. he wants everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So I love that. I think that we were that one mm-hmm. at one point in our lives. Right. We were that one. And for it to be so summed up into three verses, you know, like, I just think that that's, that's amazing. It can be a a, mat, a, a huge story yeah. out of three verses, right. you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so mine is the parable of uh, the salt and light. So I'm going to read it because it's, it's just a couple of verses. Yeah, it's three verses as well. Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Now, I I like this because there's a lot more to the salt reference than I think we get initially, Mm -hmm. uh, because he references this salt again over in Luke 14. He says, salt is good. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. Who has ears uh, to hear? Let him hear. And I think it's interesting because why would salt ever be good for the manure pile? Right? <laughs> that's that's kind of curious. But that's one of the things we kind of miss out on in this first century context is that salt had a lot more uses than just to make your food taste good and to give you a heart attack, right? <laughs> salt was also used to preserve meat. They didn't have freezers, so they would salt mm-hmm. it and they would preserve things with it. And they would also put it in their fires and make their fires burn hotter. And they would actually, their fires at this time, they're in the deserts, so there wasn't a ton of trees. So their fires were manure. They would put salt into their manure and make the manure burn even Eww. hotter. Yeah, I'm hmm. sure it didn't smell fantastic. Yeah. Not I'm just imagining that everything... It did yeah. not smell that great. Yeah, no, it probably I, didn't. No, like <laughs> first century world, nothing probably no. smelled good. <laughs> not at all. Um, so, but they would they would actually put salt in manure to make it burn hotter. And I think God is kind of saying that we are the salt in the manure to make the world burn brighter, mm. right? So that I like it. we're mixed in with the dirt of the world, right? Because we are we're not yet in heaven. We are not in a heavenly place. We are still down on earth in the dirt, in the grime, in, in the, the nasty, and. We're down in the manure, <laughs> and hmm. we are to be the salt in that. That's going to make it burn even brighter. But I guess the I like the, the little more the more PG and prettier part is we are the light of the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. That we are a city set on a hill. That we are to live our faith out loud. Our light can shine before others. That we are not closet Christians, but we live our faith out loud with love and generosity, and we care and we love people. And all of that comes from three verses. And all of that comes from three yeah. verses. Mm-hmm. Now yes. I aspire to be salted manure. Now, you, yes, oh. you should, that is your goal Gosh, in life. It is. That should be your Facebook status. I am salted manure. Oh, no. I'm proud of it. Yes. Oh. Give some so, context, people. No, 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 no context. You got to listen to a podcast to forget the That's whole right. story. Yeah, well, I mean, refer them to this context. Yes, okay. That, that is fair. We'll refer them to this context. Uh, but, yes, that is... 
my favorite parable because I, I just love things. And I think I'm one of those people that struggled for the longest time with identity and knowing who mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. So I love when Jesus kind of gives me my identity, that I am the light of the world. Yes. I am the vessel to which the Holy Spirit is going to use to reach the people around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I love that. It gets me pumped up and ready to go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But I love the way, like this style of preaching that, that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that he took things that they would understand and explained them and he put them into parables mm-hmm. and in stories and helped people understand what he was meaning. Right. And so I, I think that that, that shows us kind of how we should teach and mm-hmm. how we should speak to people is use words that people understand, use yeah. situations and right. stories that right. people understand to explain the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use yeah. object lessons, whatever we got to do to yeah. make it clear to them. Yeah. And in so many situations, um, you find people that, that they're explaining the gospel, but they're showing you how smart they are right. and how yes. big of words yeah. they can use yeah. and all the all the religious lingo. Mm-hmm. And, and new believers are lost in all that. Right. I'm lost in all that. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I mean, that directly goes against what Jesus was mm-hmm. doing. Exactly. He <laughs> wasn't does. doing that yeah. at all. Right. Yeah, he was using illustrations. Every illustration we just read is something that would have been so practical to them. Yeah. Yes. It, it would not be some... It would not be some big mystic story or big tale. It would have been, yeah, I, I planted seeds last week. Yes. Yeah, I lost my sheep. <laughs> right. It's still out there somewhere. Yeah, you know? I get it. And I yeah. was so happy when I found it. Yeah. I, I like, have manure burning back there, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It, this is this they is their it. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, it is a little bit confusing now, like mm-hmm. in, in the world we live in, sometimes to read these and understand exactly what was being said. Um, I read my version in the message version, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was really interesting to read through some of these um, parables that I was familiar with and just listen to them in the message version because they he used modern day language and Mm -hmm. I could understand it a lot better. Right. Um, But I I mean, that's something like if you're if you get confused on maybe what is actually being said in a parable, um, maybe switch over and listen to it in the message and see how that changes how you think of mm-hmm. it. I know I think that's true on on any passage of scripture too though is to go and look at it in other translations mm-hmm. and I especially recommend looking at it in the message because I think Eugene Peterson I mean was an amazing scholar and he just does a brilliant job of breaking down very complex mm-hmm. things and making them simple. Yeah. Right. right. And I think that's what we do mm-hmm. when we're preparing sermons is we're trying the best that we can to figure out a way to clearly portray this, the right. scripture yeah. with object lessons or with stories or whatever it may be to make it relatable and understandable to mm-hmm. our culture today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've, I, I've heard somewhere, I can't remember where, but it, it talks about how humans respond to story. There's just mm-hmm. something about as soon as you hear, let me tell you a story mm-hmm. that it draws you in. And it's something just kind of in our brains that gets drawn into a story. And I mean, we can see, movies and TV shows right. and books, they've capitalized on this for years. Like they yeah. figured it out. But even before they did, Jesus did. Yes. Right. Jesus understood the power of stories and yes. he was the ultimate storyteller. Even mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. the biggest thing to do right now is stories it on is. your Instagram or on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like I think stories. that that is great that it communicates all the mm-hmm. way from what Jesus was doing for us, that it's still very relevant today in how we communicate to each other. It absolutely yes. is. Yeah. I mean, we as humans, we are drawn to story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's... So we're excited about this. I'm, I'm really excited. So <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. 
And we hope that you guys are excited, too. We will be beginning that series. Do we have a locked-in date for yeah. when we are beginning it? We do. Yes, we do. Yeah, so June 9th, <laughs> we will be kicking off the Storyteller Series. I forgot the name for a second. <laughs> we will be kicking off the Storyteller Series. So we just hope you guys are as pumped about it as we are. Yes. And I believe if, if I did the math right, and I'm just saying things that are probably incorrect right now, but <laughs> each of us will be preaching twice. In it, did I understand that correctly? Um, that's that's looking that's looking accurate. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> all right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast with us. That maybe you learned a little something, or maybe you just got a little more insight on your favorite parable. Uh, speaking of which, what is your favorite parable? We're gonna have a post in the Facebook group, and we want you to tell us what your favorite parable is that Jesus told. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.